from Los Angeles. This is the Rats Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. The very last podcast of 2023, the end of season one. I'm Mark. And I'm Dave. Alexa, what day is it? It's Thursday, December 28th. There we go. That's That's it. it. (laughs) We are time stamped and uh, done. And then we're going to go on a three-day hiatus before we start season two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back here on January 1st. uh, (laughs) Uh, That's 2000, right. 2024. It won't be a year until we get back. That's right. It just feels that way. It did. And it almost feels the same as we usually do. Exactly. Because we don't take <laughs> off the holidays. We do our thing regardless. That's right. You know, I did this, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I threw up a quick poll on X. Oh, you, just shouldn't, asking people. you shouldn't do that to the Polish people. <laughs> That's horrible. But, you know. I'm a Polish guy, uh, but I put it up just asking people if we should do a season two, because I wanted to get a gauge on how we're doing. And oh, I'm you, humbled. That's, that's uh, so unlike you. You usually don't care. Uh, well, I'm curious, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, I love mathematics. I think, you know, this, I love stats and figures and looking at all of this stuff. I, sure. I've always been a numbers guy. Um, but I, st- I, I threw it out there because, you know, at the end of the day, if people don't like us, why would we do this? Right. Right. We did this so it started so that we could just, as longtime friends, have some fun together. And lo and behold, we found out that people actually started listening. Uh, podcast started growing faster than we, we, we expected. So anyway, I put the poll up just asking. Now, it's not like we got millions of listeners and millions of followers, but the people who did follow and participated gave us a resounding 100% yes. We want you to do a season two. So the folks who listen to us obviously like us, want us to continue. So I'm humbled and thank you very much for voting. Wow. We will bring back season two. I mean, if it would have been like, you know how we are, Dave, it would have been like 90% to 10%. We would have listened to the 10% and probably not done the podcast anymore. <laughs> Somebody hates us. It's like the Frasier episode where, where you had the one guy in the folks group who didn't like him and he ended up burning down his newsstand because the one guy out of 12 didn't like him. Remember that episode? They were doing a focus group, and we talked about this on one of the shows, you know, that radio stations and TV stations do focus groups on who they like and what they like about different people and different things. And and it's interesting because on that Frasier episode, you know, there's just one guy out of a whole room of people, but he just doesn't like Frasier. And Frasier is so upset. He's so obsessed that he, you know, he follows this guy everywhere and asks him, why don't you like me? (laughs) And the guy says, well, I just just don't like you. You're not my cup of tea. You know, I... Yeah. We're not everybody's bottle of brew. We know that, but it's funny because he ends up burning down his, his business <laughs> because he said, well, I'll watch your business while you go take care of something else. And he ended up burning down his newspaper stand or his magazine stand, whatever it was. Very funny episode. But uh, anyway, we're humbled. It was a hundred percent. That never happens by the way. There's always somebody, especially on social media, who's going to, you know, be a rat's ass and call you out and say, no, we don't want you. But um, so anyway, we'll we'll continue on starting Monday after we take our usual three day weekend hiatus after today. Uh, so thank you for that. Shout outs today. Welcome mm-hmm. to Rob White on Facebook. Uh, Rosalie Allen, Martha, Shaney, Madeline, Caitlin uh, have joined us on X and on TikTok. Jillian, Dave and a guy named AMF. And anytime AMF is involved, you know, it goes through my mind. Uh, but anyway, you can connect with us on social media. 
at ratsasspodcast.com. So there you go. Shout outs. Chat, uh, chat box. We did get a nice comment from Tim in Morristown, New Jersey. He said he really appreciates the fact that we don't uh, talk about politics uh, in a pissed off way. He likes the way we make him laugh and wants to know how we're going to spend our New Year's Eve. Dave, what you got planned? Well, as usual, uh, Mark, as I've gotten older, uh, my New Year's Eve ends earlier in the evening. And now I celebrate New Year's uh, on the East Coast uh, time. So <laughs> essentially <laughs> at 9 o'clock, I'm celebrating New Year's Eve. And gotcha. since we, you and I can't drink anymore because we have to take lots of medication for whatever our illnesses are. I'm <laughs> barely hanging on here, I forgot what well, we were talking about, what we do. Well, at 9 o'clock, well, I, you know, celebrate New Year's Eve, and by uh, 9.01, uh, I'm pretty pretty much uh, asleep. <laughs> I, I ring in the new year, and, and it's, it's usually on some I don't channel. think about it. I don't it, even it, think about I, it. I, it's I, a regular I, night to me. Because mm-hmm. you know what New Year's Eve is? It's amateur night. It's when everybody who stays in during the year and then they decide to go out and tie one on. So they start the year with a hangover. And, uh, you know, for years, uh, I did morning drive and radio like you did. I was always in bed uh, at nine o'clock before New Year's, before we even got old. And my my reasoning on this was, gee, I'm going to sleep from one year into the other. I'll wake up in the morning really rested, ready to go. That's how I always like to I think the last time I went out on New Year's Eve was 1986 and the 87 at the Queen Mary in Long Beach. That's the last one I can remember going out and celebrating. Wow. A long time ago. Did you I have like some being really, in bed before that? Did you have some really piss poor jobs that you had to get up at the next day? <laughs> no, I always did morning drive. You I know, know what that's I did like. Too. I have to be at the I station too, at three in the morning. And, every time I did know. morning drive, I never, whenever, whatever day, uh, New Year's Eve fell upon, even if the next day was a working day, I didn't have to work. Yeah. No, only during the week would I do that. I just didn't miss my morning show. I did every show. I did every show. I, you know, Cal Ripken has the record for playing the most consecutive baseball games in a oh, row. Oh, here we go. And hold I, on. And hold I, on. And hold I, on. Hold on. Give me time. Go ahead. Give me time. Go ahead and play it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but I just went through a period where. Uh, you know, if Cal Ripken can play over 2,000 baseball games in a row, I don't need to miss a show. And I didn't. For 20 years that I did a morning show, the only time I missed a morning show was to go to my mother's funeral. That was it. <laughs> and I'm proud of that fact, man. I'm proud. I wear it like a badge of honor. I did, and I never missed a day's work. Never. Now, that doesn't mean I wasn't ill and I probably shouldn't have gone to work. There were times I did a show with my eyeballs hanging out of my sockets and throwing up in a... Uh, a basket next to me, but I still did the show. And quite frankly, those were some of the best shows because I didn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, I just have to say. I probably offended a lot of people on no, those No, no, days. no. I, I, I don't think you did. <laughs> I, I probably offended more people by laughing when you said, you know, about your mother passing away. But, but the thing is, is right before we went on the air, Mark says, and we both discussed this, we wrote Let's keep it light today. You know, it's the last show for 2023. <laughs> and then he yeah, just and talked about 22 that. Pills. <laughs> and I just thought, <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe you just said that. So let me just kind of turn <laughs> turn this uh, conversation around just, just real quick. I just want to say that um, over the weekend, um, uh, you know, Mark sent me a picture of Taylor Swift. And I said, I swear, Mark, 
they <laughs> Taylor Swift looks like uh, Hanson. Remember the song Mbop? And he he writes back, yeah, yeah, oh. I, I remember it. And so I send him the song, and he for, absolutely refuses to listen to it. And I think, you know, I listen to the songs you, you make me listen to. So, uh, you know, you're not going to get away from it, Mark, because here's Hanson. You're going to ruin my New Year's Eve. No, no, it's not New Year's Eve yet. This is... <laughs> This is going to have a lingering effect. New Year's Eve adjacent. It's still 2023. And this wasn't. This wasn't. This wasn't wasn't a great year. Don't they sound like Taylor Swift? (laughs) Okay, I won't put you through anymore. Uh, Oh. You did, you, oh, Jesus. You know how many times I had to play that song and had to listen to it? I hated it from the first time I saw it the first day, and I had to play it both 75 I, times a week for how many I, months? Both you and I had to play that song. And, and oh, to me, it sounds like God just a, another pop song. But but well, when you, you look at when you look at the video, pop. when you look at the video, uh, you know, they look and they dance just like Taylor Swift. So I, I, you know, to me, I, I just, I don't find Taylor Swift attractive. I had put Hanson out of my mind for 25 years until you brought it up and had made me look at the Hanson brothers and Taylor Swift. And yeah, they could be, they could be related for crying out loud. Hold on. Maybe this will make you feel better. In fact, wasn't one of the Hanson brothers named Taylor? I don't know. Now there you go. Now we're talking. Let me put the horns up. Listen to that bass line by Michael Anthony. Running with the Devil. Here's Mark's favorite song. Running with the Devil. It is a good song. I like Van Halen. Yeah, I can tell you, man, the first time I heard Running With The Devil, the first song on their debut album, and I heard this, it mm-hmm. blew me away, Dave. It yeah. blew me away like it did the first time I heard ACDC. And um, I went to go see Van Halen with Bla- uh, opening up for Black Sabbath, and Van Halen blew them off the stage in 1978. Just blew them off the stage. Wow. And Eddie Van Halen wailed. I mean, uh, you know. I've only That's seen Van Halen. In, I've only seen Van Halen in concert once, and it was just completely awesome. It was just was completely. It, what's happened? Was it Roth or Hagar? No, it was Roth. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you know what? I've never been a Sammy Hagar fan. Oh, I love Sammy. I, I think he's uh, the Red Rocker. I've always enjoyed Sammy's music. Oh, I like them with Van but, Halen too. But you but. know what? David Lee Roth really puts on a great show, and yeah, and you know what? It was just completely. Wow, it was mind blowing. Yeah, great show, great, great show. Every they, time they, I saw Van Halen with Roth, it was great. Uh, you know, it was, the last time I saw Van Halen was two thousand six with Hagar. That was at the um, I want to say Staples Center for that one, but it was good even with Sammy. But uh, yeah, I kind of prefer the early Van Halen before Eddie decided to go. I want to play keyboards. You know that whole thing. But I love Van Halen, one yeah, of my top yeah, five bands nice, of all nice. time. How, what, top five all time? That's not being nice. They're one of my tea. top five right there with Rush and with ACDC and Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin. Those are my top five. But anyway, that's how I like the role. I like the rock. Yeah, I, I know. I know. That's why I played that. 
Aren't you Thank happy? You for that. Aren't I you happy with it. anything? <laughs> you, you, you have redeemed yourself. I will say. From I will say. Remember the God other day. Hansen's the song. other day you said on the show that we were that you were a squirrel trying to get a nut, and I I thought you were quoting an old song. I might have been. And I said, Orange Juice Jones. And you said, Spike Jones? Yeah, said, Spike Jones. No, Orange hey, Juice Jones. did you pull Jones. out any Spike Jones? Did you pull out any Spike Jones? No. He's a great, great comedy guy. I'm taking great comedy I'm music. Orange Juice Jones. It was called The Rain. And, and he's... I played this at, at Kiss and the Beat. Oh, my God. Do, do you remember this song? Do you remember it? Yeah. I'm, God, yeah. Okay. And like he, like he handsome, sings, I forgot. He says, <laughs> I saw you and him. And then he gets he gets all upset, you know, towards the end of the song, which is I edit towards the end of the song. He starts mouthing off, which where it becomes really funny, but he ends the song with right. you're just a squirrel trying to get in that here. Here he is mouthing off. I'm gonna find somebody like me one of these days. Until then, you know what you gotta do? You gotta get on out of here with that Alicat coat wearing hush puppy shoe wearing crumb cake I saw you with. Cause you dismissed. That's right. Silly rabbit tricks are made for kids. Did you know that? You without me like cornflake without the milk. It's my world. You just a squirrel trying to get a nut. I cornflake without the milk. Tricked up for kids. Oh, Lord. Uh, you're well, a no, cornflake the, the, trying to get them without the milk. Yeah, You know, like rat's ass. I don't give a rat's ass. It's kind of like a phrase. I heard it the other day used on Frasier, by the way. Niall said that to... Uh, I told you. I told yeah. you. I have not only heard it on Two and a Half Men, I've heard it on the uh, sitcom Mom, and, and I heard... Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Travis uh, Kelsey's uh, mom say it, right? Yeah, yeah it's okay. Absolutely. See? Well, it's okay. <laughs> but she didn't say rat's ass. But the thing is about, you know, squirrel trying to get a nut is that I've heard that my whole life. Growing up in a blue-collar steel town, we used to say, I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. That's where I heard it. I so. never heard it before the Orange Juice Jones song. So when yeah. I played it, it was always fun. And, you know, when there's a lot of compression on radio stations and stuff. So, you know, from now on, we'll have this uh, when I refer to you, and I'll say, oh, you know, Mark. It's my world. You're just a squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> now get on out here. <laughs> don't touch that coat. Don't touch that <laughs> coat. You know, he answered with don't touch. Look, listen again. Just, just to the whole thing. It's my world. You're just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Now get on out here. Don't touch that coat. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Orange Juice, Orange Juice Jones, but I think his drummer was Applesauce Smith, wasn't it? Not sure. I think he left before they had the hit. And that's the sad part because it was such a big song and it was a one-hit wonder. Yeah. I remember it. Um, and I always, you know who I get that? song mixed up with time x social club oh yeah i remember the time x uh, social band uh, yeah time x social band or time x social, social club. club yeah that's right social club yeah, okay that's right yeah there's a lot of songs i get mixed up and i did that with jason on facebook he had made a comment i put a post up asking about the three girls from big bang theory who was the funniest rank them and he ranked them who we thought was the funniest. And he said, thank God you didn't ask who was the hottest because I not, might not give the answer that you want me to. And I know that's a line from a song. Uh, and I attribute it to the Standells. Uh, yeah, but I, I responded to him and I went for hottest. Yeah. yeah and he said that uh, he got me. 
because the reference that he made was to the song Oh Well by Fleetwood Mac, and he's absolutely correct. I get those two songs mixed up because the song by the Standells has a line in it, you know, Oh, Boston, you're my home. Well, every band that plays across America always inserts the city they're playing in, like, Oh, L.A., you're my home, or Oh, San Francisco, you're my home. And there was a band I used to, uh, when I played nightclubs uh, as a DJ, uh, there was a band that used to play Dirty Water and Oh Well back to back. They would play Oh Well, then they would do Dirty Water. And for some reason, for an eternity, I've always got those two songs confused. So he called me out on it. I want to give him props because, you know, when you can nail somebody who's uh, a self-proclaimed musicologist, I have to salute them and cor- congratulate them. So Jason, way to go. You were right. I was wrong. I can never say the word wrong. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> just give you the bell. I was wrong. But do you remember when we first started in in uh, uh, Top Forty Radio uh, when country music mixed in? Oh, country music was like out. <laughs> You know, don't get me started on country music, Dave. I'll well, lose half know, our I mean, audience. Top 40 music became, you know, so specific well, uh, was, with just, it, just pop songs after a while. But when we first started in Top 40 radio, uh, country uh, songs were mixed in. So you would uh, play all kinds of weird songs that almost didn't fit because well, you, you, yeah, were you're playing, right. you were playing uh, Rubber Band Man <laughs> by the Spinners. And, and then you would go into... Oh, Dave, my God, you're hitting. You and I are going to oh. sing this song together. No, no, I'm not we even listening are, to this. Mark, no. It's a sing along. Come on, come on, Mark. Together. You text me when you're done playing this. <laughs> just this part. This part, it's just, it's just a small oh, part. It's just a small part. Dear Lord, if you're listening right now, drop the rope and let me hang myself. Mark, Mark, come on. Pop it. Mow, mow. Spoken too soon. We might not have a season two because I might be dead. <laughs> you never played that song? Yes, Dave. Okay. I played that song. I played that like the same thing. Uh, I love a rainy night by Eddie Rabbit. I remember when the uh, God, the urban cowboy phenomena came along, and all of a sudden we were playing. Oh God, everything off of that album mixed with Top Forty. Uh, it was enough to make me want to go get a job, you know, uh, at a bank at that time. I was really seriously, if I was going to be stuck on top 40 radio at that time, I really was thinking about leaving and doing something else. I wanted to do sports to start with. And I ended up doing music and, uh, cause I always loved music. I did nightclubs before I did, you know, full-time radio for an example. Yeah. But yeah. I, I've always been a rhythmic, uh, funk disco kind of guy with a, with, you know, a major love for rock, but this pop and country stuff yeah. that we played in the early day, Dave, yeah. oh my God. It's amazing how you can't dance and yet you played disco. Oh, I've, I beg to differ back <laughs> in my day. I could, I could really cut a rug. <laughs> you know, I did the whole break dance thing, the whole deal. I could yeah. do all of that stuff back then. I, no, I'm serious. You I just know, didn't I know, see no, it. No, no, I, I, just I didn't just, see it. It's a studio audience. You know, I would be the Eminem to rap, mm-hmm. to break dancing sure. and dance back in those days. Yeah, sure. Too bad we don't have video to, to, to prove it. Well, this may make you feel better. Mark, 
Name this tune. You stumped me. You stumped me because it's 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 oh, breaking geez. up a little bit. Christine, oh, Christine, sixteen from Kiss. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah, not one of those tunes. That was off of uh, the Rock and Roll album. That's right. Yeah, 1977, Kiss, Christine, sixteen. Yeah, Mark stumped. That's and, amazing. Uh, well, I am still shocked. It, it, it was breaking up a little bit as you were playing it. Oh, but I'm sorry. The, uh, the song that I remember off of uh, Rock and Roll, um, and I don't think Beth was on that one, because that's the song that you that turned me off the Kiss. As soon as I heard them do Beth, I was like, okay, don't like Kiss anymore. I, I, wasn't Beth on that, on that album? I Jeez, Dave, I don't know. I'd have to actually look gosh, that one up. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, like I ago. said... I went to see Kiss in 2009. That was the first time I probably listened to Kiss in, uh, God, 25, 30 years. As soon as they did Beth, I was like, okay, I'm out. I'm done. I was one of those rock people that if you sold out to a ballad, uh, you were done. You're no longer part of the uh, of the club. Wow, see you ya. must have really hated Journey. Uh, no, I like Journey, but I liked Journey before Steve Perry. Oh. I like them with Steve Perry. What, but what about his, all the ballads that Steve Perry did? He was out of the club. <laughs> you just Journey kicked, went from being a rock band to a pop band as soon as they did Open Arms. So you kicked him right out? That's, that's one of out the, of the club. That's, that's one they're, of they're, they're, they're people's of all-time the, favorite songs, Mark. It is. It is. And Don't Stop Believing is another that's, song that's, I don't ever want to hear again. Oh, my but, God. I love know. that song. I could hear it. I know. I could hear it over and over. Yeah, but uh, no, there were just certain songs that I had to play the hell out of that I just don't want to hear again. And it's no offense. I'm not trying to offend anybody with their taste of music. I'm just telling you what my taste is right. in music. And, you know, uh, there will be guys in the audience listening right now that will remember the days when we used to be very much against bands who sold out for the money. You know, once you sold out, did a ballad because you wanted to make money. That was it. Now we know about Gene Simmons. He's all about the, uh, the money. <laughs> hey, did you want to chat about Mariah Carey's breakup? Oh, poor Mariah Carey. I don't think she gives a rat's ass that this guy's out of her life. She seems to go through guys every five or six years and says, okay, next. You, you mean they're on a rotation? I don't know if they're on a rotation, but when she has breakups, she doesn't seem to be bothered by it. She seems to... You know, oh, it's a great Kean band. Great, great song. Loved this one in 1981. Oh, good. You know, I thought I'd play the breakup song because she keeps breaking up all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I want to be quite honest, I didn't know that she was dating anybody at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was uh, dating a seven year uh, relationship with Brian Tanaka. I had no idea. Then they broke up. They go, hmm, who knew they were a couple? I guess only they did, because I, I don't think anybody cares about uh, Mariah Carey anymore. That's a sad thing. Well, I don't, I, you know, I'm, the stuff I've read recently about, you know, again, Mrs. Christmas now. She had a record-breaking season again with over 21.7 million downloads. Was that last year? And she topped it again this year with 23 million, something like that. Yeah. So I think she's, uh, she's like Miss December. Well, you know, it's interesting, you know, that she did so well, but, you know, Taylor Swift... 
was the top of the list in 2023. Don't you think? Taylor Swift, the top in 2023? Oh, absolutely. She made billions. Mark, it's that time to wrap up the Rats House podcast for the year 2023. I just want to say it's been quite a year for so many people, good and bad. We started this podcast in 2023 and appreciate you guys out there on social media and that actually listen to our tiny, tiny, tiny little podcast and, and wishing you a safe and. Uh, Wait a minute, Dave. How tiny is it? It's pretty, okay. <laughs> Medium sized podcast. <laughs> it, it, it's perfectly. It's a perfectly sized podcast. <laughs> Yes, I've never had any complaints (laughs) and and wishing you a safe and prosperous new year. Mark. Uh, You can join us at ratsasspodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to meet you. Be good to everybody and have a happy and safe New Year's Eve. Have a safe and happy new year, everybody. 